everyone, and welcome to the Imaginal Space podcast. My name is Catherine Perry. I am your host, and I look forward to sharing space with you today. So you probably can't tell, but it has been a couple of weeks, I think maybe two, since I have recorded, been able to record. It's been a crazy two weeks because there have been so many changes in my personal life. And then I would have recorded, you know, last week, but then in my area, there was a tropical storm. If you're listening to this in real time, you probably know what I'm talking about because it was on the news for a bit. It came through my area and it wasn't too bad, but the power went out for a couple, no, several days. The power was out for several days. So of course, no power means no recording, anything. And it actually... Of course, as so many things do, it revealed a lot about me. So, I mean, I don't need to necessarily record or I don't necessarily need powered equipment or electronic equipment to journal, record, whatever. But I noticed, you know, in those several days over the course of those two weeks where I hadn't recorded I just didn't feel as happy, you know? And so that's what I wanted to talk about today was our own healing practices. But speaking of which, I'm going to rewind a little bit before I go too deep in and open up with what I did last time, the opening prayer. It's something that I always did, um, just not recorded. And then I was like, well, I feel as if I don't have an official intro, so why don't I just record that instead? Because that kind of sets up the space, you know, with the intentions that I want, and it just, it feels the most natural than just somehow coming up with some sort of, I don't know, recorded introduction. So the last time I recorded this, I used the rattle, and I think it was a bit too loud, so this time I'm going to test it out without it. I usually do it with the rattle because it helps me keep a beat, but I think just, I don't, I don't know if it's captured over the microphone as well. And I just don't want to have to mess with the volume too much and keep everything super consistent. So we are going to try it this way and just see how it goes. So if you want to just, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I don't know where you are or what you're doing. You can do literally whatever you want. I just take a couple of deep breaths before and then we'll just go into it. So just a couple deep breaths in and out. Maybe like one or two more. All right, so let's get started. I call on the Great Mother, the Source, to honor how through her, all creation takes form. She is where our archetypal story begins so we can reflect on our birth stories, integrate our inner feminine light and shadows, and hold space for all of our creations. I call on Badger, the Spirit of Communication, to show us the deeper truth beneath the surface of illusion to guide us through this shadow of dogmatism, to show us that there is space for everyone, to show us how to be grounded in our bodies, connected to nature and her spirits, and how to connect through the power of stories. 
I call on Jaguar, the spirit of divine timing, to show us grace, trust, and patience. How to listen into and honor the known and unknown, seen and unseen. How to connect to lunar mysteries and inner visions through silence. And to remind us that everything is a vessel for spirit through the gift of observation. I call on Stork, the spirit of new birth and rebirth to show us the way home to our humanity, souls, and bodies, to show us how to confront, heal, and integrate our inner child and ancestral wounds, to show us how to love and cherish our bodies as a means for multidimensional communication. I call on our inner mothers and children so that we may access our own natural healing energy, empathy, compassion, and nurturance so that we may learn how to care for ourselves and one another in an elevated way, so that we may hold the space of love between the personal and universal, where the everyday meets the sacred through honesty and reflection in every moment, so that we may connect the worlds of humans, souls, plants, animals, and spirits around us and travel between these realms of truth from a place of wonder and curiosity and access the clairvoyant wise timelessness as we align with the witness and see the aspects of our quantum selves in one another. I call on our inner warriors of love so that we may learn to share our truth through the breath of our spirits with passion so that we can learn our own unique connections to creation and awaken our hearts and openly hold space for our deep, vulnerable, authentic selves. I call on the refreshing spring of Mother Earth and Spirit so that we may all learn how to harness the spring and share it with the world, how to move out of familiarity and labels into the unknown through spaciousness, so we may receive messages from those who have passed and receive visions from parallel lives, so we may learn the way of the liminal realm through a cosmic and timeless lens. To say the unsaid, forgive the unforgivable, see the unseen, Know the unknown and love the unloved, and find resolution in our hearts. I call on the ancestors to show us the gateway, the initiation, to guide us through our metaphorical deaths, to show us that some of us must be released to make space for what comes next, whatever part of us that may be, to move us into deeper growth and usher us into a new threshold of reality. I call on the spirit of unity consciousness so that we can heal within our psychic realms and experience self-realization. So that we may understand how we are all connected through divinity, that when we harm one another, we harm ourselves with cosmic consequence. That no one is healed until the world is healed and receive greater insight on our universal family to create space. I call on the spirit of death so that we may appreciate the gift of birth and life Release control as we are initiated into the underworld. Experience the truth of mystery. Provide our own mystic protection. And see this world with a great sense of clarity. I call on the heart to show us love, acceptance, openness, receptivity, healing, and friendship. To let it guide us and create a sacred space to reclaim lost pieces of ourselves so we can transform and express our innate generosity. I call on the spirit of dreams so we can receive multidimensional wisdom about the mystic truths of this universe and understand our power through universal justice and balance. 
I call on the spirit of intimacy and oneness so we can connect to our co-creative, magnetic, joyful natures to embrace our deep, sensual connections on this physical plane and release self-doubt as we move with the rhythm of this great life. I call on Jasmine, the desert shaman, to guide us through this mysterious time with her visions, to show us meaning in discomfort and chaos as we dance with the divine feminine and express our life force, beauty, radiance, sovereignty, strength, softness, receptivity, and generosity from our maternal spirits. I call on Peony to show us that there is kindness, beauty, and truth in all forms of creation. I call on Agape, unconditional love, the spirit of Rose, to show us how to be devoted to love and service, how to put God at the center of our lives so we may sense the mystical within the earthly and the earthly within the mystical, so we may stretch our abilities to love beyond what we thought was possible. I call on the spirit of power to show us that true power comes through presence and gratitude. Through merging the self and the other without expectation, through realizing that what you love within someone else is within you. I call on the power of voice to reveal our own unique wisdom, how to embrace duality with divine clarity and the art of letting go. I call on the healer to remind us that we are our own healers and channels challenge us to redefine quantum healing for ourselves, to show us that the protection and abundance that we seek comes from confidence in the spirit, to honor that the true master, the true healer, is always love, and to help us remember who we really are by continuously breaking through our third dimensional identities to love even deeper. I call in the divine masculine, the sun spirit, to show us that we are unconditional love. I call on the Divine Feminine, the Moon Spirit, to show us that we are the mystery. I call on Spirit, Source, God, and Creation to show us the truth of love and equality. Alright, so I know it's kind of long. It's like, probably like 10 minutes or so. So, but, so yeah, in the future, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it every single time. If you're just not about it, you can just skip ahead 10 minutes and it's no problem. Um, But back to what I was saying earlier about, um, what was I saying? Tropical storm, tornado, oh yes, can't record. So I've been, I don't know if I've ever said this before. I feel like it has to have come up at least once. I am such a big journaler, okay? So I've been journaling since I could pick up a pen, you know, and since I could feasibly write, you know, I have like journals from when I was five that uh, don't make any sense because, you know, when you're just super young and you're first learning how to write, you probably write some stuff backwards or, you know, maybe even letters that don't even exist, you know, which might, you know, reveal a lot about like just a child's imagination, you know, in general, maybe they do exist, you know, you never know. Um, So kind of not legible, but and I, I don't know how many deep thoughts I had back then to even journal about. You know, sometimes I flip through, you know, my journals from like middle school and I'm just like, what am I writing about? You know, um, but journaling, big, big part of my life for such a long time. And it only started, I only started journaling out loud. I want to say, hmm, a couple of years ago. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that sounds about right. A couple of years ago, um, 
when I had just like the time and the space to do it. And for me, I found that when I journaled out loud, it just wasn't the same, you know, as when I kept a written journal because I used to keep a written, you know, typing because my handwriting is horrible journal for years, really, really, really long time. But for some reason, you know, it just wasn't the same as speaking and using my voice, which I completely understand because, you know, I just I receive more, you know, more downloads, more visions come through once I just get talking and just let the channel open up a bit. So the past couple of weeks, I haven't necessarily been able to do that because I've been navigating a couple of new things. You know, I started a new job, which I'm like really excited about, which is really cool. Um, And then there was the tornado, the tropical storm. So between, you know, losing my power, uh, electronic power, because you never lose your power. Your power is innate and always just within you. Losing my power, electricity, and getting it back. But then immediately after starting a new job, which is, you know, really, really cool. And I'm so grateful for, I haven't found the time to record. And what I need is for me personally, I just need total silence, you know, So, and I just like, I can't have anybody in the house. So I was like, I have to make this happen. It, I'll wake up at 530, which I did, you know, I, and I'm such a morning person. I, you know, I was a rower in college. So woke up at like before five, you know, for years. Um, but that was years ago. But so for me, that's like not a big deal. But what it did teach me was, uh, well, a lot of things, but I think two major things are key here. So number one is realizing, so, you know, kind of going, dipping into the archetypes a little bit. The archetype, I guess, that's coming through or I've been paying a lot of attention to as of lately is the healer. And, you know, as you probably know by now with the archetypes, whether you choose some of the archetypes correspond to, you know, things in the third dimensional world. So you could claim the healer as some sort of, um, you know, lifetime role or I don't know, like job, occupation, way of life, um, however you want to describe it. But the archetype of the healer belongs to everyone, whether you would even describe yourself as a healer or not, you know, so we all have our own connection to the healer archetype and to being our own inner healers, right? So within that, I mean, I have my own theories about the archetypes and they're always, you know, I'm always receiving new messages about how to use them, etc. But within that, just taking, you know, a deeper look at our inner healers in general, I learned a couple of things. Number one, it is so unbelievably important to pay attention to this archetype, you know, especially right now. I was having a conversation with my mom last night about how she was talking to a couple of her friends, obviously going to keep it super vague, just to protect privacy, etc. Um, but the message is general enough, you know, that quarantine and the pandemic and everything that's been going on has seriously been impacting their mental health. And you know, things are just, there. Uh, you know, some people that she knows are just so much more anxious. And I don't use that word lightly, like um, very, very anxious about um, 
what has been going on as of lately and it's impacting their sleeping patterns. It's impacting so many other areas of their life. And it's something, you know, very, very serious that we cannot ignore. And this is a part of the inner healer is recognizing, you know, exactly what your needs are and making sure that you take care of yourself. You know, I don't think that we can emphasize that enough. I feel like, you know, today when I woke up, I was like, what am I going to talk about? And I was like, I feel like it has something to do with taking care of yourself. And then I was like, well, I feel as if everybody talks about that all the time, you know, like self-care and, you know, uh, whatnot. (laughs) Um, So I don't, I mean, sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to be redundant, you know, um, because I feel like everybody's talking about self-care I'm not sure how many people are talking about self-care through the lens of the archetype, the healer. You know, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else is quite as obsessed, you know, with these cards as I am because I love these cards so much. And, you know, everything that they have taught me and all of the messages that have come through as a result. Um, But that's really what this is. I mean, but though, ooh, maybe that's why this came through. So the one thing for me that I might have mentioned somewhere because this is very, very important to me is that self-care does not look the same for everyone. Yep. Okay. I'm like, I'm like understanding now. Yeah. Self-care is not the same for everyone. And it is actually extremely nuanced, you know, far more nuanced than we think it is, you know? So for me, I didn't realize you know, really, I mean, I knew in the back of my mind, but I didn't realize how powerful, you know, for me, journaling out loud or speaking out loud or allowing, you know, whatever to come through that needs to come through. I mean, there are so many theories on like why this could be, but this is just like one basic one. I knew how important using my voice in order to heal myself, let's just put it that way to, you know, keep it simple. I knew in the back of my mind how important that was for me, but I think that this tropical storm and everything that's been happening in my life as of late was a, I was going to say gentle reminder, um, not so gentle reminder of how this is kind of like not an option, you know? I mean, of course, everything is optional and you have a choice, you know, with everything it is that you do, but in order for me to, you know, be as loving and as giving and as, you know, generous and, you know, just happy and joyful, this is essential for me. And what I don't love so much that I see right now is people are, you know, kind of marketing and selling, you know, self-care to you as if it's some sort of package. And I don't know, you know, it's, um, what it does is it just takes away from the unique, you know, the unique quality and the individuality of, you know, what really showing love to yourself and really caring to your, caring for yourself, you know, the potential of how unique that can be to you. You know, I would never tell anyone, okay, if you really want to take care of yourself, you know, put on, you know, this, I, I mean, this is mine. Um, but yeah, put on, you know, these essential oils here on your body, because I use a couple different essential oils and I rub them on my body before I do this. And then, you know, you know, yeah, I wouldn't tell them, Hey, use these essential oils here, sing this song here, you know, 
buy this specific plant and then, you know, um, draw a couple of cards from this specific deck and then, you know, sit down, record, you know, whatever it is that seems to come through. No, you know, I wouldn't say that because, I mean, while it might work, um, possibly, you know, if we are just very, very similar, um, we are just not exactly the same. And thus, we don't have the same relationships with love, source, God, creation, etc. And so that's what this really is. You know, you're going to hear me say this a lot because it, it's um, for me, it's a part of, you know, what I believe that everything is a reflection of the relationship that you have with creation. So your own healing practice, your own, you know, connection with healing you know, your connection with your inner healer, those are all reflections of your relationship with creation. And as you probably, you know, know by now, our own relationships with creation are extremely different. You know, uh, think about it this way, you know, like um, if you have a friend, you know, hopefully you have a friend, um, but if you have even just one friend that you can think of, um, I don't know, let's say her, uh, their name is like Isabel or something or like what's like more generic or whatever Isabel we can use Isabel so let's say you have a friend Isabel and then Isabel probably has other friends too you know like they probably don't they probably have more than one friend in this very fictional example so let's say Isabel has a friend named Thomas okay so you Isabel and Thomas you have a different relationship with Isabel then Thomas has a relationship with Isabel because you are two different people, you and Thomas, you know, in this very fictional example. You wouldn't expect that, you know, the way that you interact with Isabel is the same way that Thomas would interact with Isabel, okay? So when it comes to really taking care of yourself and accessing your inner healer, which to me, remember, this is all, you know, hearsay, I don't know, you know, this is all just what I think or what comes through for me or what is the most healing for me. Now, let's just say Isabel, let's replace Isabel with creation, you know, so you have a different relationship with creation than, you know, me or one of your parents or siblings, if you have them or any one of your friends, if you have those two, hopefully you do. I don't know. Um, I don't know your life like that, but our, all of our relationships are unique. So the way that we connect or the way that we choose not to connect, because remember, I mean, I believe deeply in, you know, creation, God, source, spirit. You might not at all. And that this is still for you, you know, because then you what we can say is because, you know, for me, I do believe that, you know, ultimately creation, God, source, spirit is within you. So you have your own unique relationship with yourself. If none of that terminology, those, you know, ways of thinking, those beliefs, if none of that's for you, it's the same thing as saying you have a unique relationship with yourself, you know? So, you know, you relate to yourself in a different way than other people relate to you, et cetera, et cetera. So how do you, I was going to, I don't know what I was going to say. Um, so in general, being aware of your own healing practice and, you know, really, I don't know, just 
I guess being aware and and carving out the time. Okay. Because I think that's also sometimes a big thing is we think we don't have enough time. You know, I, when I originally, uh, what, (laughs) when I originally was, you know, thinking about, oh, how am I going to like squeeze this in? You know, now that I've just started, you know, working at different hours, you know, how am I going to make this work? And then I I just heard something funny. I was like, squeeze it in. You know, this is kind of like the main thing. Um, I realized that there is no kind of squeezing it in. Like, I'm just going to have to change something. Like, something needs to change so I can do this. So, you know, and I know myself better now, you know, than I did maybe when I was a bit younger to know that, you know, originally I was like playing around with a couple of ideas. I was like, maybe I can do it after work you know? And so possibly starting at like seven o'clock or something like that, you know, by the time I come home and possibly shower, get a cup of tea or something like that, maybe I can do it at like 7 p.m. And immediately I knew I was like, that's just not going to work. You know, I'm a morning person, you know, or morning to mid-afternoon person, you know, anything after 3 p.m. I don't even know what happens after 3 p.m. You know, maybe I black out or something. That's just a joke. You know, I'm very present after 3 p.m., but just not in the same way as I would be, you know, in the morning. So that's where like really paying attention to exactly who you are and actually just knowing and being super honest with yourself about, you know, what will actually work and what won't, you know, because for me, I know for sure that starting, you know, doing all of this at 7 p.m. isn't going to work you know, for me. And so there's only other one, one other option. And that's just waking up before, you know, I get ready and, you know, have to, you know, just waking up and making sure I do everything I need to do before I start the day, you know, because that for me, that's what works best. You know, I like starting my day like this. I like this setting the tone for the day and I genuinely feel better, you know? So, For me, I notice, you know, in what is it? Paying attention to my inner healer archetype. If I don't do this, I just feel super tired, very, very disconnected and in general, just like not happy. You know, I'm not a happy camper if I don't do this, you know. So. And so that's the kind of conversation. That's why I think, you know, last night I was talking to my mom and everything came through about, you know, mental health and really taking care of yourself. It doesn't so much matter what you do. You know, I mean, you know, obviously do what you can to, you know, amplify love in the world. You know, I, I don't know about making your healing practice somehow, you know, I don't know, like just not healing or what, what was it? And don't make your healing practice somehow about harming other people, you know, if you can possibly avoid that. Um, but beyond that, it doesn't really matter what you do as long as it's yours and as long as it feels genuine to you. Because I guarantee you, I mean, there are so many other things out there that work for other people that if I were like, oh, well, I don't have the, you know, a couple of hours to do my whole, you know, my own personal, you know, ritual or whatever, why don't I just um, grab this crystal or, you know, I don't know, do blah, blah, blah. Doesn't work, right? So for me personally, this is a huge part of it. Um, Getting outside and either going for a long run 
or a long walk or like a hike or something during the day is also a part of it. You know, you just make it work. So do I have time after this for like an eight mile run? Uh, Probably not, you know, but what I can do and what I do do is I just walk to work. You know, I'm, I'm fortunate that, you know, work for me is like not that far. Um, but I know for me personally, as, as long as it's warm outside, it's warm where I am right now. I do need to be outside at some point in the day and I need to be moving and I need to be walking. So if a run isn't necessarily possible, I can just walk. And that to me, it's like, I mean, it's not the same thing physically, you know, I'll probably maybe I'll run after work or something like that. But I just made the choice. I was like, you know what? I don't live that far. It's probably nicer for me to like walk there and walk back, you know, just to like breathe the fresh air. You know, I love honestly yesterday when I was walking back, I I blinked and it was over. I was actually kind of like sad. I was like, oh, my gosh, that like maybe I walk way too fast or something like that. But it was under an hour. It's about like 45 minutes or so. And I was like, wow, that was just so quick. Maybe I can just go for another walk, you know, after I grab like a cup of tea or something, you know. So weaving whatever it is that you need to do within your day, however you need to do it, it might it might look a little bit different, you know, because for me, I used to, you know, do this much later in the morning, maybe after I've had my cup of tea. I feel like I've talked about tea so much. Um, That is another part of it. I need at least one cup of some sort of one of my favorite teas every single day. I wouldn't tell anybody else to go do that because I might do nothing for them. But I feel weird, you know, if I just I don't have my cup of tea, you know, like my mom, part of her ritual is getting a cup of coffee. You know, she would not go to work without a cup of coffee, you know. So. um, These I mean, these are all only personal examples But for me, I didn't, honestly, I didn't even, maybe that's like a separate thing altogether. I didn't realize that I even had a ritual, you know, to speak of at all. I was like, you know, rituals, uh, they're not really for me. Do I really have a healing practice? You know, I don't know. And then over the past, you know, couple of weeks, really just two weeks, I noticed, um, absolutely you do and you need to prioritize it, you know? So just kind of notice, you know, and just be present and, you know, just if you even if you have no idea what your, you know, genuine, authentic rhythm with your own healing practice is, literally just observe, take a look around, see what it is that you truly can, you know, live and function with and what you can't, you know, go without. So for me, walking around and getting fresh air you know, and then there are a couple of things, specific things. And like this, you know, using my voice again to like heal myself in some way, shape or form, not an option, you know, whatsoever. Because or well, this, yeah, really not an option. Because again, I just feel tired. I don't, I don't feel like myself. And it's, it's very, very difficult to really show love to other people. You know, the people that are surrounding me, when I haven't, you know, re-energized myself with love, you know, for me, love is power, you know, love energizes me, love inspires me, you know, love heals me, love, as I said, you know, in the opening, you know, prayer thing, it is the true master, the true healer, 
it's everything to me. And if I don't fuel myself up with it and like, you know, open myself up and let it in, I can't show, I can't, you know, redirect it or, you know, show it to anybody else. And I really, really noticed that and the importance of that over the past couple of weeks. And I was just like, wow, I feel so off. I feel so strange. And I was like, really? Like, you, you know exactly what this is. So taking a deeper look at you know, our own personal healing practices. That's what I would call it, honestly. And if you want to call it a ritual, if you don't want to, if you want to call it the ways that you show love to yourself, if you want to call it, you know, the way in which you connect to spirit, whatever it is, you know what I'm talking about by now. It is vitally important. And especially right now as, you know, it's it's kind of weird because depending on where you are, where you live, this pandemic right now is impacting us all kind of differently. So where I am right now, things are like, they're not normal, but a lot of things are reopening. And I was uh, sitting with my friend, you know, we were having our, you know, nice, you know, social distance hangout. And it kind of just hit me, you know, it hits me at different times, you know, like I'm sure it does for everyone. I was just like, wow, this is going to be around You know, depending on, you know, how, you know, I don't know, vaccines and everything else that's going on. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not an expert on any of those things. But I just had a thought. I was like, wow, this is going to be around for a while. And because of that, you know, just like we're just going to have to readjust because I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily see into the future. So I don't necessarily know, you know, how this uh how covid is going to be around in the future and how it's going to play a part in our lives but it could just be around you know it could be eventually it might you know cases might go down you know a lot but it might just be one of those things that you can just kind of catch you know one day so i mean you never know i mean i i really don't know you know how it's um how it's gonna go um but it just reminded me that you know obviously you need to do what you need to do to stay safe but also you need to do what you need to do to stay mentally sane, you know, because I've noticed so many people, you know, around me that are just so much more anxious than they used to be. I know a lot of people, like I said earlier, that are so anxious, again, not using that term lightly, that they cannot sleep. You know, they have insomnia now that, you know, they just, they don't really know how to deal with because they've never, I mean, some of them have, but like some of them just don't know how to deal with it because they haven't before. It's it's a brand new thing for them. Um, so a side effect, you know, brought on by this uh, pandemic that some people just did not foresee happening in their lives. And so that's what I'm talking about with like, you know, uh, even outside of COVID, but just specifically pertaining to COVID, it might be around for a while. And so really paying attention to, you know, you know, and being present, being present with, you know, how it has impacted you. So it, like, for example, for any of my friends that, you know, are extra anxious, you know, possibly can't sleep, you know, that I can't imagine that that's super difficult. You know, I've never had a problem with sleeping. I fall asleep as soon as like my head hits the pillow, basically, or within 10 minutes at least. Um, So that's, I mean, I've had I have my own fair share of issues, you know, like everybody does. Sleeping is just not one of them. So, you know, I can't imagine not being able to fall asleep. 
Um, but for them and anyone else, you know, that or for me, too, you know, where, you know, this has really impacted their lives. You know, it's there were times, of course, when, you know, my mind was like, I just wish things were different. And again, in that moment, you know, when I just noticed I was like, wow, this just might be around. It's just like it's time to adjust, you know. And acknowledging and really building a relationship with your own inner healer, that's a part of adjusting, you know, because, and also, you know what it does? It also, getting in touch with your own healing practice and your own inner healer. I've been talking a lot about self-healing, but uh, you know what? These archetypes, again, they're just, uh, they're not just about you, you know? It's about, you know, what you can give to everybody else. But, you know, of course, like I said, you know, you need to give and channel the love for yourself first before you can even redirect it or give it, you know, to other people or show it to other people or reveal it, you know, to other people in their own lives. Um, but getting deeper in touch with your inner healer and your own, you know, healing practice, what it allows you to do is, you know, kind of show up and, you know, really sh- just show up in a totally different way and kind of guide people home to their own healing practices. So you might not know what that is, you know, for someone or, you know, maybe you do. Maybe you've got a little bit of, you know, psychic intuition, you know, sprinkled in there, you know, within you. Um, But it allows you to, you know, when you really get deep in touch with yours, possibly show others how they can do the same. And spreading that right now and, you know, really showing people that, that is very, very important. You know, one of the most important things that you can do so that way. You know, we can all, you know, just like come together, you know, in this very, very difficult time and just look out for each other. It's very, very difficult to really show up 100% capacity when, you know, and like show love to other people when you haven't shown it to yourself, you know? So it's kind of like, it's twofold, you know, you want to be able, hopefully, you know, hopefully that's your intention. Um, You want to be able to show up for yourself and show up for other people in this very, very difficult time and just really like take care of one another. Um, so it's a little, yeah, it's a little packed in there, but I think that's kind of it, you know, a little bit shorter because it's like my first time coming back in a little bit. Um, and that was just, I, I woke up this morning. I was like, I don't know what's, you know, there were so many things floating around in my mind and, I was just like, I don't know which one. But then, you know, I started just like breathing and, you know, just like getting quiet. And then I just heard exactly, you know, what I was meant to say. Um, so I guess this was, you know, the most important thing just in general, um, because it was also something that was, you know, impacting me in my own life. Oh, is there? I was just. I thought I like heard one more thing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, um, in terms of determining, you know, your most authentic healing practice, pay it. I mean, this is where you kind of, you need to know for you. So notice how you receive love in your own life. So I, I'll just touch upon this, you know, brief, briefly, Um, I mean, love with like a capital L as in like source, spirit, creation, you know, if that's for you. 
Um, some people see it, you know, what they sometimes call like clairvoyance or some people hear it, you know, like clairaudience or some people feel it. So for me, I'm like a, or some people know it. I'm like a combination between like a knowing, hearing and feeling, right? It's not just usually one thing, but just in general, that's what I mean when I say, you know, just kind of pay attention to how you receive love. And that's kind of like your compass, you know, for how you know if you are really, you know, really accessing your inner healer to, you know, like your, I don't know, fullest capacity or, you know, if you're really, you know, developing that strong, strong connection. You know, if love, God, source, spirit, creation is, you know, in your, you know, life, or well, it's always available to you. But if you have, you know, made it a part of your life, the important thing is know how you receive love. So that way, you know, if you are really connecting to your inner healer. So for me, you know, I knew that, you know, certain practices, I tried a bunch of practices, by the way, bunch of different things, and not all of them worked for me. And I knew what did when I felt something, you know, because I'm a real, you know, I don't know, feeler or whatever. Or I was receiving certain things as like downloads or, you know, hearing, you know, whatever messages. That's how I knew for me that I was accessing, you know, my, you know, true authentic healing practice was, you know, because I know, you know, how I receive love in my own life. So that's something to pay attention to as well, you know. Um, I hope that made some sense. It's it's kind of hard, you know, it, it's so interesting. It's on, all of it is so interesting. When you get into the realm of, you know, trying to kind of talk about and put words to, you know, the experience of, you know, creation, uh, love, source, God, etc. It, it, it is difficult to put words to, and it's kind of something you always need to explore on your own, you know? So... However it is that you receive love, there are infinite ways to do it. You just kind of need to find your own and you'll know how you receive it. You know, it's just one of those things, you know, you know, I had a friend a long time ago that asked me, how do you know when you love someone Um, in not in terms of like familial, you know, like your parents or your siblings or anything? You know, she meant just like a like a person, like romantically. She was like, how do you know when you love someone? And I was just like, uh, you just know when you know. You know, it, it's it's an annoying answer, but it's true, right? You know, if you've ever been in love, it's hard to describe. But when you know, you know, you know. So this is kind of the same thing. You know, you'll, and that's what's so magical about this archetype and, you know, having your own healing practice. It's a lot of fun, you know, I mean, keeping, you know, with the like romantic metaphor, it's kind of like dating a little bit, you know, you date around uh, or like do whatever you need to do, really, um, until you feel like a connection with something. There's the word. Um, You will you'll know when you have a very strong connection with your healing practice and the more you you know, are willing to open up to, you know, whatever it is that you really, really need. Again, as long as it's like, you know, bringing more love into the world and not, you know, harming anybody else, the more you open up to what you really, really need, that is where the magic is. And 
because, you know, when you open up to, you know, what you do need, you kind of release exactly what you don't, you know? So again, tried a bunch of things, released exactly what did not work and kept what did. And now, you know, my practice is mine. You know, it's like very specific to me, but it brings, it allows for the most love in my life, you know, and that is the most important thing. So don't be worried if it's like strange or like if you think it's strange because I don't know, you know, it's probably not, you know, it's never as weird as we think it is, you know, for me a long, for a long time, I just, oh, I just had this, you know, beautiful realization in the shower, um, last night before I knew that I was going to record this morning. So last night, um, you know, I was just showering, you know, I don't know, I was doing my thing, just, you know, whatever it is that you do in the shower, just, you know, cleaning myself, whatever. Okay. Um, and I always just get so many downloads while I'm in the shower. I love water. You know, there's probably something else going on there. And, you know, I, I knew that this was going to partially at least come up today, um, at least for a little bit. I didn't know it was going to be the whole thing. Um, but I was just reflecting, you know, I was like scrubbing and reflecting. I was like, wow, you know, this and you like can't see me now, but I'm like kind of miming like myself being in the shower. But I was like, wow, you know, I didn't realize just how important this whole audio journaling thing is, you know, who knew that me you know, sitting in my room for a couple of years, like talking to myself, who knew that would be like the most important part of my life? Also, how weird is that, you know, that I've been talking to myself, you know, because before this, literally, this is what I would do, you know, journaling wise, you know, I would just journal out loud. Um, Before, like, this was a podcast, you know, so now it's different because I don't like literally maybe nobody listens to this, but I'm going to get to that in like a second. Why that doesn't even matter. Um, but yeah, before that, this is literally what I would do. You know, I would maybe pull a couple of cards, journal out loud, speak just like this. And so that's what I was reflecting on in the shower. I was like, hmm, how interesting is it that at the end of the day, the most important thing for me is literally talking out loud to myself. You know, how weird is that, that I can spend hours at a time talking to myself? And then I just received this like message. I was like, you've never been talking to yourself. And then I realized, oh, that's so interesting. You know, because if, um, for example, if somebody was just like an outside observer, they would be like, oh, there's like Katie again or Catherine again, you know, uh, talking to herself in her room. How strange is that? Because again, I was just recording it for me. You know, I wasn't doing it for like a podcast. I mean, this is still technically for me because that's what this is all about, right? You know, I would be having a chat with myself regardless. Um, But I realized I was just like, huh, you're right. I'm not, uh, this, this is where it gets like interesting to explain, but um. In that moment, a couple of things came through literally all at the same time. I was like, I realized I haven't been just talking to myself as in like my third dimensional material physical self. Um, I've been, you know, communicating with love within me. Or you could say that as I've been communicating, you know, to um, spirit, source, uh, God, whatever, you know. 
And I just, I understood that last night. So how, how do I explain that a little bit better? So when I do this, you kind of can't tell. Maybe you can, because sometimes I do verbalize it or, you know, name it. But while I am talking, it's like part, some, it's like part of, part of the time, it's like my mind a little bit. And then most of the time, I'm actually getting a feeling about what I'm going to say next or a feeling in response to what I just said. Or, you know, I'll say something, you know, comes from my mind and then I'll hear a response and then I'll say that and weave that in. Or I'll feel a response and like feel confirmation. It's a unique rhythm and a dance between, you know, my mind, you know, whatever inner visions I'm getting, it like an inner knowing, sometimes a feeling of like a rush of like love in response to something that came through, or I just like hear something and that just comes through. It's not just me talking, although it kind of, it appears to be that way. And it's so weird because I've never told anybody that before, that that's what's happening. But that's what I mean by, you know, it's never, I mean, I when before I had a strong connection to, you know, love God in my own life, I labeled, you know, what I'm doing now as just like, I'm just journaling, you know, I didn't give much thought to it at all. I didn't label it as anything else. I was just like, I just journal and I just sit with myself, you know, every morning, um, you know, whatever. Okay. And in the shower last night, I just, I thought that was so funny because I realized it's, I've never been alone, you know, necessarily. I've never been just talking to myself or talking to empty space. I've been communicating to, you know, the love within me, you know, the creative consciousness within me, um, the love within my, or I said that already, <laughs> um, source, spirit, God, etc. That's what I have been, you know, sharing space with this entire time. Because let me tell you, you know, I'm not sure talking to myself for the past couple of years would have been sustainable otherwise, you know? If I had just been talking to myself, I probably would have been bored or something, you know, or just like, <laughs> um, which I mean, if I had tried to do this in middle school, it probably actually would have been me, you know, just trying to talk to myself. And I'd, I don't know if that would have been, you know, very um, whatever. But all I'm saying is, you know, your inner healer is being activated. You know, your inner you know, your healing practice is yours when you are receiving love in whatever way, shape, or form that is natural to you, okay? So that's what I was getting at is, you know, I noticed last night, this has never been about me just talking into empty space. You know, whenever I do this, for some reason that honestly just cannot, you know, quite be explained, Whenever I do this, I'm just I'm it's a way for me to open up my heart, right? And it's a way, you know, for love spirit to come through to me in its many different forms. And maybe I'll talk about that on just like another day um in general because just I feel like I've said that somewhere before because knowing how you receive love is like key. It's it's very key to everything. You know, before I knew that I could hear 
I could hear love. That's what I like to say. So I feel love, I know love, and I hear love. Before I knew I could hear it, a lot of my life just didn't make any sense. And when I knew, once I knew I could hear it, I was like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Oh, well, that just makes a lot of sense. And, you know, that's probably what I, why I got that download last night, you know, um, because I've been opening up to that idea more and more as I've come to, you know, understand it and its role in my own life. But the more I understand, you know, how it is that I uniquely receive love, it just opens up so many doors and so many more opportunities to understand love and its role in your own life, you know, because we are all connected to love in some way if we just choose to open up to it. Um, but yeah, yeah, that w- I was just like, it was just like a funny thing. I realized, oh, I haven't been talking to myself this entire time, you know? I mean, it's been a combination of me saying something and then either I re- and that's where that comes in handy, you know, knowing how you receive it because I would say something like I am now or and then receive like a feeling of love, which to me is like, again, me holding the space, sharing the space with God, you know, this is me. And that's like what um, going a little bit in kind of like that deeper direction with like what this really is, your healing practice is like, if you want it to be, it's either how you share space with yourself or how you share space with God or how you share space with creation or the creative consciousness within you whatever it is, but, um, yeah, that's what needed to come through for sure. You know, realizing that last night that it hasn't just been me, you know, holding space with my mind, just my mind, um, the entire time it's actually been me, you know, because this is, you know, what I believe in, it's been me holding space with, you know, creation the entire time. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense because, Again, it, it's very fluid and it's very seamless. You know, I don't even, so, I mean, I notice it, but I don't really, um, it, it just all happens so fast and so seamlessly that I don't, you know, there's like, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. I don't like necessarily name it all the time, but that's what's happening. You know, it's like, it's just this like very fluid, very seamless, you know, rhythm dance between my mind and, you know, all of the different ways in which I can receive information from love, source, spirit. It just happens, you know, and that's what's happening. And for some people, it's it's just, it's very, very different, you know. For me, it just so happens to come through like an audio medium. You know, it's like a very unique thing that just happens when I talk. And that's uh, going all the way back. That's why you kind of really need to play around with these things, you know. Because like I said, I said in the beginning, like there for some reason when I write versus when I speak, it, it's a very, very different experience. And I, I mean, I still I love writing, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I love writing. But when I speak for some reason, the communication between me and love in general it's just, it's so much more seamless and it flows in a different way than when I'm writing. But here's the thing. You really need to play around with that and really pay attention to, you know, when do I, when, when, like, what am I doing? And when is there the most love in my life? Because for me, if I just stopped at writing, 
I would have never discovered this. And this is just like a whole other level. You know, there is a writing is just different. You know, there's a space for writing and then there's a space for speaking. It's more of just like which one, you know, which one do I want at any given moment? And so when I realized that, you know, for me, this whole ritual, especially this part of just, you know, healing myself through speaking. And so, oh, that's the that's the last thing I'll say. So I think I mentioned this um, somewhere, maybe in a post somewhere, but that's when I realized, you know, I, I decided to transform this into a podcast and it, it, it is like a little bit hard to explain, but for me, this doesn't feel like podcasting whatsoever. This is just like what I would do in a normal day. Um, you know, I'm still navigating what it's like to have a podcast because that's like a whole thing, you know? And it's really, really cool, you know, um, that this is even that this is even an opportunity that we have, you know, to podcast and, you know, have all of this technology and all of this equipment, you know, to be able to do this. But for me personally, it literally wouldn't matter if one I mean, it's it's <laughs> I don't want to like that to come off the wrong way. Um, I'm grateful for everybody I get to share space with you know, through this medium. Okay. Um, it's amazing. You know, if somebody else is listening and I get to, you know, share space with the love within that person, but this is where it gets, you know, really fun and interesting for me, at least to, you know, talk about, but for me, it is almost the same. Um, just talking, you know, being here. And like I said, I'm not really talking to myself. That's not how it feels, you know? I think it would be a little bit different. Let's, let, like, yeah, that's like a, a important like way to distinguish this. Um, it would be really different if I really did think, feel as if I was sitting here talking to myself. That would be a very, very different experience because then I think I would be more focused on, you know, ratings, reviews, and like having an audience. But the thing is, for me, this is like my sacred space and my way of sharing space you know, with creation, with love. And so with that, I believe that, you know, the same, you know, creation and love is within everyone. Oh yeah. I just like, Ooh, I got like a nice warm, fuzzy feeling there. Um, I don't have a name for that yet, but I just like, I've felt an immense, you know, that's an example. I felt like an immense rush of love right there. Um, so yeah. So for me, I'm sharing a space, you know, with love, right now. And the love within me is within you and it's within everyone. So even if you weren't listening to this in real time, what it does is it allows me to connect deeply to the love within myself and the love within other people. So even if, you know, no one ever heard this, because I'm connecting deeply to the love within myself, I'm connecting deeply to, you know, the love within other people. And that's everybody. Whether they listen to the, you know, the eventual, you know, podcast, which I'm going to, you know, add music to. And, you know, um, that's basically all I do in terms of editing. I try and make it so I don't have to edit it because I'm not like a sound engineer or anything like that. Um, But that's what it is. You know, this is my sacred space, my sacred, you know, just time with the love within me, which is within you, everyone and everything. So I can just connect on a deeper level every single time. And 
that is what's most important to me. And so what it allows me to do is, again, just connect to everybody throughout the day. You know, my mom, my sister, if, you know, she decides to text me, I love my sister so much. Um, now my coworkers, um, you know, the nature on my way to work, you know, the friends I may or may not see because who knows, you know, now social distancing, um, it helps with all of that. So again, kind of weird to explain it that way, but you know, that's kind of what like, um, just an example of like your own healing practice and like what that can be, you know, and it's like, it's different for everybody. You know, I can only describe what it is that I know. And it's like hard to give me examples of other people because they are just so personal and nuanced and individual, you know, specific to that person. Um, and that's what makes it so beautiful, you know? So I really like what I would love to see is, you know, so much more diversity in just understanding that, you know, just seeing the diversity in our own healing practices and seeing that come back. I would really, really love to see that, you know, because I think it's such a beautiful thing, you know, to kind of find your rhythm in how you give and receive, you know. So for oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. OK, so for me, um, it, it does make a lot of sense like this for me. So I give or, you know, a lot of my love comes through words. Okay. So, and this is very, very specific to me. You know, you might, I mean, you might have this too, but you know, you never know. Um, yeah. So a lot of my love, I show love usually through my words, you know, my inner healer really comes out through my words. You know, I'm a very obviously chatty, not chatty, um, talkative person. I use my voice a lot and, you know, just, yeah, just the dance between how we give and receive. So since I give love through, you know, communicating, I and then I just like I receive it sometimes feeling, knowing, hearing. It's all very different. But like finding that rhythm is important, you know. So me, part of me, you know, giving love even to myself is through talking, through communication. And then I receive it, you know, yeah. So that's what I was saying. That's why that makes sense. Because when I talk, I give love and then I receive it right after, you know? So finding the way in which you can also just give more of yourself, give more of love. It doesn't have to be through talking. You know, like I said, that's just like a unique rhythm for me. It could literally be through anything. You just need to know what it is. And you'll know because like giving and receiving, they go together, you know? There is no giving without receiving and no receiving without giving, you know, those sacred opposites. So you'll know how you give and receive love once you start giving more and like that genuine, authentic love um, that is just like so deep within your heart that like feels so natural to you. Because I do, I honestly believe that we are all, you know, naturally generous people. You know, there is infinite unconditional love in this world you have infinite love to give all you have to do is kind of open up you know and realize that there's like an infinite wellspring of love just like within you always waiting to be you know you know revealed showed uh redirected um given to other people and then you know when you give you notice how you receive love and then you know vice versa so paying attention to that um so, okay, I think that was the last thing that wanted to come through. But like that's like how deep it runs is like really 
just noticing how you give and receive it. And that'll, yeah, how, oh, that's what it is. Cool, cool. So just noticing, you know, how you give and receive love. If, oh yeah, that's what it was. So if you aren't sure what your own healing practice is, notice how you give love to others. If you, and this goes both ways, by the way. So if you're like, I have no idea what my healing practice is, but I know how I give love to other people because you'll probably know one or the other. Notice how you give love to people and how like you receive love back afterwards because again, sacred opposites, you know, they go together and that's probably going to give you a clue, you know, as to, you know, what your healing practice might be or what might be a part of it. So again, I know that I give love through communication, you know, give. Oh, actually, oh, I just, I understand something. Oh, that's so interesting. So Oh, okay. Oh, okay. One last thing I promise. So, um, I I might just have to talk about this tomorrow, but let me give you a little bit, uh, just in case. Um, yeah. So, but that was a perfect example. So, um, it's a little bit about like the masculine and feminine too. So masculine, how we give love feminine, how we receive love. So to keep this very, very simple, um, Masculine for how we give love, my divine masculine side, it has a lot to do with communication. And then my divine feminine has a lot to do with like receiving and hearing, you know? Ooh, so that is very interesting. I think I'll talk about that another time, possibly I'll when I record again tomorrow. But just keep that in mind um, that it's a masculine feminine dance and where there is the masculine, there is the divine masculine, there is the divine feminine, right? So noticing like, yeah, just notice. Um, yeah. So let me finish up that example and then we'll come to a close. So if you don't know what your own healing practice might be, know how you give love and then notice immediately how you receive love because they go together and then if so, that's if you don't know what your own personal healing practice might be. So if how you give love to other people and if you don't know really how you can really show up and give love to other people, notice how you give love to yourself and how you receive love to yourself. And I guarantee you they are or not guarantee because like, I mean, you never know. There are so many mysteries in this world. You just never know. But probably they are connected, you know. They might not be exactly the same. So that's what I was saying is, you know, for me, I really open up and I give love to others through communication and I receiving it through, you know, possibly hearing something or whatever. So for me, it's natural that my inner healer comes out, you know, when I show myself healing through communication and then I receive through like hearing, but that might be something else um, to continue with. Um, so that would be cool. Okay. Awesome. But yeah, just think about that. You know, ponder that that divine masculine feminine dance in terms of giving and receiving love to yourself and then on another level to the world a little bit. So thanks for sticking with me because just like a lot came through, you know, in those last couple of moments. But speaking of healing practices, um, it's like about time for me to just get dressed and like go to work and stuff, you know? Um, but yeah. So as I always say, I always, you know, say I love sharing space with you, but maybe now you have 
a little bit more context into why that is. Because for me, again, this is not just about sharing space with myself and talking to myself. This is about me sharing space with love. And so I feel as if, you know, again, when I'm more connected to the love within myself, I'm more connected to the love overall that creates this world, you know? So that's why this, you know, even if like you hear this like tomorrow, if if you never hear this, literally if you never ever hear this or if nobody ever does, this means the world to me because I'm going to be showing love to people throughout my day. You know, this keeps me grounded. This keeps me centered. You know, this like to me is literally everything, you know? So, you know, find that for yourself. All right. So I'm going to like do my closing um, thing, statement, prayer. I don't even know. You can call it whatever you want. Um, it's just my closing, my way to come to a close. Um, all right. So if you feel invited to, this one is way shorter. <laughs> um, just close your eyes. Oh, you don't have to close your eyes, but that just came through. Um, close your eyes and take a couple of deep breaths. So Thank you to all of the guides, souls, and spirits that supported us in our exploration today. We feel your love with deep gratitude and reverence. May you always show us how we can heal and serve from a place of love and how we may be receptive to this wisdom. I love you with all of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Alrighty, and that's it. So I will, I'm excited to talk tomorrow about the, you know, divine masculine and feminine learning how we give and receive love i mean hopefully if i just like i'll write it down but i'll remember um and that is it for today 